shattered to unbreakable. Listen here, sweet sister. Whether you think you have one little crack or you are shattered into a billion pieces, this podcast is going to give you the resources, tools, and skills to help piece yourself back together to form a beautiful, unique, solid, and unbreakable masterpiece. You are listening to Shattered to Unbreakable, the Reclaim podcast. Let's talk. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Shattered to Unbreakable. I'm your host, Brandy Babin, and I have Aubrey here, my literally my favorite guest because she is the host too. I always say a favorite guest, but you're not really a guest, <laughs> you're a co-host, which is perfect. Uh, okay, so we're going to be talking to you about productivity <laughs> because I've been on that kick lately of making sure that I am super productive, and I realized without realizing it, actually it was prompted by one of my mentors that I'm actually really good at staying productive and that I should teach that. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about me being good at being productive. I just have always been good at it. So I didn't realize it was like something people needed to be taught. (laughs) And then I realized how many things that I've taken from other books and you know, classes and mentors that I've added into my life. Some things worked for me, some things didn't. I kept the things that did work. I threw out the things that didn't. And that is really my huge message for all of you is to just do what works for you. Like, don't even worry about what works Mm -hmm. for anyone else. Does it work for you or does it not work for you? Right, Aubrey? That's what we're preaching. Yes. Yep. (laughs) And I I just want to interject real quick because Brandy and I had a, a bit of a point of contention even using the word productivity when we started talking about this because it rings really negative for me. Um, so I just want to take a minute and talk about what does that even mean, being productive? Because I had this vision where productivity meant like always moving, always doing, always, you know, like, and there's no rest in that. There's like, if I sat down on the couch, I've failed, you know, and, um, So that was just stressful and this constant feeling of failure because you can't, you're as a human being, you cannot do that. Um, But if I stopped to do something that I enjoyed just because I liked it, then um, I'd, I'd messed up. I wasn't as productive as I could have been for that day. So we landed on this term, peaceful productivity, and that aligned much better for me. Yes. I think that's so important because so many people, I mean, that's the big misconception is productivity means do more, get more. How can I fit Mm -hmm. more in? That's being productive is how can I fit more in? I don't have enough time in the day, all these things. And it's like productivity really, and at least in the reclaim world, doesn't mean to get more, to do more. doesn't mean do more. It means Mm -hmm. what you are doing has a bigger impact on your purpose, your family, your career, all of those things. So to Aubrey Mm -hmm. and I, productivity does not mean how much can you get done in one day. It means what did what you got done do for your purpose, right? It's hard. I Mm -hmm. like – that's a lot of words that I didn't (laughs) – didn't know how to string along. Anyway, so (laughs) – but yeah, it's – I want the things that I do to create big ripples, I don't want Mm -hmm. to just pile my day with things because then 
they are either half right. done or they don't get finished or I just start too many projects or I feel overwhelmed, tired, and then what I am doing, I'm missing things. I'm missing little details. I'm mm-hmm. feeling just my creative flow is gone. So, you know, burnout, this is what we're trying to avoid is this overwhelm and burnout. So in my opinion, mm-hmm. being productive means that you declutter your life, keep it simple, sweetie, do what really means a lot to you to have the biggest impact. That way you feel, like we said, peaceful about it, a peaceful productivity. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going for. So that's today we're going to be talking about that more because we want to really hone in on the fact that productivity to us is not busy, 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 busy. Like, yes, we're busy. We're always going to be busy. But that's not what it means to us. So today we're going to talk about how to use rest as a tool to be more productive, meaning you've got to take a break. Like you've got to give your body some time to recharge. So we're going to talk about really four different ways that we are using rest as a tool. So like productive rest, we're calling it for this episode, right? So the first Mm -hmm. one, we're going to talk about what nature does for you. And I honestly am kind of freaking out going into winter in Colorado because I'm not really sure (laughs) how I'm going to get my feet on this earth, right? I need like, oh, I don't know what to do. Because just this last (laughs) summer, I really started embracing this nature walking, going out. I even make my kids do it and they're like, mom. But when everybody's high energy (laughs) and things are just like, everyone's freaking out. I'm like, everybody shoes off on the Mm -hmm. grass. (laughs) And they they just hate that. (laughs) (laughs) That's the wrong time to take a drink. (laughs) Right? I'm choking you. <laughs> I waited until you were taking a drink to say that like that because I knew I knew it. Showing. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you should see when I tell everybody, okay, shoes off outside, everybody's like, oh, mom, it doesn't even help. I'm like, helps me. So go. <laughs> anyway, see, so yeah, I can't let's keep shoes on my kids. Really? They, I mean, they don't like, want to like. Yes, they go. Go ahead. <laughs> they go outside, and um, lately I've had to be like, put your shoes on. Like, you're going <laughs> to lose toes. Will you wear oh, that's funny. Because <laughs> they won't. They just want to be barefoot all the time, which is they come by it honest. That's my natural state. I'm barefoot right now. So, um, that's awesome. But I'm in my house. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm uh, drinking our China Royal Phoenix tea Ooh. right now. I love it. Anyways, back to the show. Yes, me too. (laughs) That was a commercial, very small one. Um, But we're going to talk about the earth, how the earth affects us because the earth has this natural charge. That's why we see lightning because the the earth and the clouds have Mm -hmm. a charge and when they get to a certain point, it reacts. And so um, we're talking about what the earth's charge is going to do for you inside of your body. So we have a charge. Everything has some sort of ionic charge. And so when your charge gets Mm -hmm. out of balance, all you have to do is literally immerse yourself into nature, get your bare feet on the grass, get your bare feet in the soil. Um, We were talking, I'm going to let you talk a little bit more about what is actually in the earth's soil that helps us and literally acts like a drug to help us out. And, um, and I, I have felt that before. I mean, it's not like, 
you know, it's this magic thing. Like my kids are like, it doesn't help. But I do feel like even just taking it, just thinking about it makes me want to take a deep breath. There's something about just being Mm -hmm. in nature that just makes you want to take a deep breath. Maybe like in through your nose, smell what you're smelling, hear the birds chirping and the leaves Mm -hmm. rustling and the water trickling. Like all of those things are really calming to me. Um, And so even just literally three to five minutes of being in nature while I'm at work or having a hard time with my emotions or irritability. I'm serious. Like three to five minutes is all it takes. And it might even be less than that. But tell us about that cool bacteria that you were telling me about in the soil. Yeah. So I love this. Um, There is a bacteria in the soil. There are several studies being done about this. It's, I'm going to mispronounce it, myobacterium vasae. And so it's understudied because it's been found to mirror the effect of Prozac on your neurons. Mm. Um, So it's a natural antidepressant in the soil. It stimulates serotonin production. We all like serotonin, which makes you relaxed and happier. I love it. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, it's it's like these scientific reasons for you to get out into nature if you just need a little bit of a rest. And I cannot tell you how productive it makes me when I take a break, take a breather and come back to what I'm frustrated Mm -hmm. with. It's so nice. Yes. So I would challenge you all to try that. And what do we do in the winter? What are we going to (laughs) do? We get you a jar of dirt. I don't know. Is it charged weird if it's not on the earth? I don't know. I feel like I need to set up. What if we got like an ice fishing hut and just set it out so that that (laughs) that that ground stays not snowy? (laughs) It's an option. (laughs) Let me know how that works for you. (laughs) Maybe that's why we're so depressed in the winter time. No, but I do know that on the days when it's sunny. Yeah, I was going to say this: the sunny days. Please get out if you're in Colorado or in these winter areas any chance you can get for even just like 30 seconds of sunlight on your skin go out and get it because you will feel more depressed during these winter months uh, if you don't so okay so the second thing that we're going to talk about is sleep and i know some there's some people that hear sleep and they're like oh my god i know i've heard it all but (laughs) (laughs) what i do want to give you some relief about is that you know, people will say you have to have eight hours of sleep. That's actually not true. It's, it really depends Mm -hmm. on you. If you wake up feeling Mm -hmm. tired, then you need to adjust your sleep and then just see what works. Like for me, I know that if I wait until after 1030, I've missed my window and I have a really hard time Mm -hmm. falling asleep and staying asleep. But if I go to bed between 930 and 10, it's perfect. I wake up between 630 and 7 without an alarm clock mm-hmm. and I've gotten plenty of sleep. So for me it's eight it's eight eight to nine hours. Some people it's six. Some people mm-hmm. it's five. Like yep. it just depends on on who you like who you are. You can go see a sleep specialist and mm-hmm. and figure that out. But if you don't want to do all that, just just yeah. experiment with yourself. Um I know yeah. that when you are asleep think, go ahead. I was just say I think like the time that you wake up and for those of us working in corporate America, that's not always up to you, right? Like you have to get up because somebody else has told you when you need to be in the office. But if you have any sort of say over your, um, your morning schedule and when you wake up, 
homeschooling plug there. We like it. Um, but <laughs> yes. some people are better suited to like rise with the sun or up at four or five o'clock in the morning. I don't understand you, but I love you. I'm not you. Um, <laughs> but other people, you know, like you need to wake up a little bit later. Um, there are some moms who really find joy in getting up before their family. And there are some moms who are like, my kids can wake me up. It's fine. So finding that natural yep. rhythm for yourself, getting up when your body feels like as much as you can with your work schedule. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's important too. Right. So I definitely can attest to you saying to find what works for you because I used to be a huge advocate on getting up before my kids got up. So they would get up around seven. Mm -hmm. So I started getting up at six. Well, when I started getting up at six, yep. they started getting up at six. So I started getting up at 530. So then they started <laughs> cool. getting up at 530. So then I started getting up at five. Then they started getting up. And I was so freaking frustrated because I was like, I am trying. And then I hated that because the first <laughs> the first emotion that my kids experienced with me in the morning was, and I'm like, you know what? No, yeah. I don't want that for my kids. And I don't want that for me. My first emotion when, when mm -hmm. they come out should be like, good morning, you know? So I quit doing that. Mm -hmm. I have a different time for my like what I call jam sessions. Thank you, Darren Hardy. But mm -hmm. my jam sessions <laughs> are where I can be uninterrupted in a nice part of the day. And now in the morning, like you said, I let my kids wake me up or, you know, if I wake up on my own before they do, that's fine too. Grab my cup of coffee, read my Bible. And then when they come out, I'm like, hey, and it's such a, a better feeling. Or when they come wake me up, they're like, Good morning, mom. <laughs> and then that's Cute. so much nicer, you know? And so, yeah. yeah, I can, I'm totally down for the find what works for you and don't let anybody guilt you into any, I won't say the club, but don't let anybody get you feeling like you're um, lazy or not enough or not in the cool crowd for not doing what they think you should do for your own productivity. Cause yeah, they're the, what works for them is great, but you shouldn't be bullied into using yeah. what somebody else uses. Yeah. And I think like you, you tried it, you tried getting it before your kids. It didn't work. So I think like, let's just get rid of the stigma of like, well, I failed. No, you're learning. Right. It didn't work for you. Try something else. It's not working for know? me. Because I think that we, yeah. Yeah. I think that we so long uh, just stick with something that doesn't really feel good and we don't really like it because it should work, right? Like it works should. for so and so. So it should work for me. And if yep. I quit, then I failed and I'm not a failure. So I have to keep doing it. Apparently, yeah. just waking up sucks and right. it doesn't have to. It doesn't. So don't be afraid to like end this experiment. This isn't working and exactly. I'm going to try something else. That's the whole thing. I just want to empower you guys to say this doesn't work for me. And I, mm -hmm. and so I love adding for me at the end because people will say, no, it yeah. works because it, I do it. Okay. It works mm -hmm. for you. It doesn't yes. work for me. And I don't have to agree mm -hmm. with you. I can agree with you that yeah. yes, it works for you. That's great, but it doesn't work for me and you need mm -hmm. to leave me alone about it. So don't, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you guys aren't as sassy as me, so it's harder to tell someone that, <laughs> but I am, um, I have acquired 
like level seven sassy. And so I am comfortable telling somebody that they can do whatever (laughs) they want to do for their own life. And I'm not asking them to change their life to be like mine. (laughs) So to leave you alone. (laughs) I'll never forget the day somebody was like, I I try to I try to say it in a, a good sassy way. To where I'm still respected, but they don't feel offended because I'll never forget one day um, this lady was like, I don't know how you walk in those heels all the time. And I'm like, well, it's a good thing I'm not asking you to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am very Uh, gracefully loving my heels. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to say let's take a quick break. We'll hear from our cool sponsor, and then we'll come back. Reclaim is launching a self-discovery subscription box. Each month, you will receive a bite-sized journal piece to guide you on your journey through the month, a sample of tea from Happy Lucky's Tea House in Fort Collins, and a handmade themed stackable bracelet. In our luxury box, you will also receive a book specially chosen by Brandy to fit the theme, as well as a sample of bath salts, from Pixie Fly Custom Creations in Loveland. Visit stand.store backslash reclaim your story to find out more information. Okay, and we're back, and we are going to talk about my favorite thing, which is cortisol. <laughs> cortisol. It's like nobody's best friend unless you need to run away from a bear. So you don't want to be having yep. high cortisol all the time unless you have a lot of bears in your life. In which case, you can just divorce them. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> oh, I'm so funny. Okay. So, <laughs> we're going to talk about the part of <laughs> the part of unpeaceful productivity, which gives you high cortisol levels. When you Mm. are what they call stuck on in the mental health world, your cortisol levels are stuck on fight or flight, freeze or fawn, and you Mm. are constantly at this this high level of alertness and awareness, and that's really good if you're being chased by bears. But if you're not being chased Mm -hmm. by bears, you don't want to have high cortisol. So when we think of the more maybe traditional or, you know, false – I think definition of productivity is that you should constantly be on, 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 on. And that's how you get more done. And and then, you know, we do have like this when you're um, when you're really working hard for a goal or you have really big, massive goals, like Aubrey and I have really big, massive goals. When you do have Mm -hmm. big, massive goals, you do work more on self-development. You do read more books. You do listen to more people. You do try to be the most productive as possible, be the most innovative, be on trend, make sure you're keeping up with everything so you're not left behind. And it can feel like you're always needing to be grinding or you will be left behind. And that is the mm-hmm. message that we're receiving in this world right now like grind grind you got to work harder you got to work longer you got to sacrifice you're not going to get what you want if you don't sacrifice you know all these messages and I am going Mm -hmm. to be the one to prove them all wrong (laughs) because I am going to take all of my productivity is going to be peaceful I'm done stressing I'm done burning the midnight Mm -hmm. candle 
I'm done, you know, losing sleep over things. I'm done stressing to the point where I can't even think clearly. Like, and I say these because I've been through all of them before. And I'm not talking about the once in a while when you're in creative flow and like I've stayed up for like till 2 a.m. because I was just flowing, right? I was just flowing, I was just flowing, I was flowing, and Mm -hmm. I just love that feeling of flow. And that didn't stress me out or tire me out because the next day, even though I stayed up late and lost sleep that one night, it's not a habit of every Mm -hmm. night, right? It's just this one. So I'm not saying you can't have this like massive explosion of creative flow and then you just soak it all in and roll with it. Like that's good. And, Mm -hmm. and having peaceful productivity will allow you to have those times. Whereas if you're Mm -hmm. always stuck on, you're not going to have those times as much um, because you're just too tired to even have a creative thought, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which happens. So cortisol, and I'm going to let Aubrey talk about this really cool thing that she heard, but I'm going to just set that set it up by saying that when you have healthy levels of cortisol, like when you have a high stress moment, you have to give yourself time for the cortisol levels to drop back down to normal. Cortisol needs time to decrease so that you can get back to homeostasis, back to this, okay, I'm good, I'm okay. And another thing that happens yep. just in your mental health when you come down off of cortisol is you will let your brain catch up to what your body just did. Because if you'll notice, yes. you will jump and react even though there's no danger. But there was something unexpected mm-hmm. in your environment that caused your body to naturally want to react to protect you. But your body wasn't sure if it was right. safe or not yet because your brain didn't have time to be like, mm-hmm. oh, no, that's just my kid jumping out from behind a wall trying to kill me. Right. <laughs> um, so <laughs> your brain needs time to catch up with um with what your body's doing so when you come off of that cortisol it gives your brain time to be like okay we made it that was not as bad as i thought like okay we can so you have to Mm -hmm. have those times where your cortisol might be high because there's always going to be high stress moments in life you cannot avoid them my goal is to feel them let them happen and then give myself time to process what just happened so that i can move forward i learned something i can put implement something to make it easier next time Etc. Etc. So it's Im- right. it's important for you to have the restful moments to give your body time to recharge. Um, yes. And then Aubrey, tell us about. I love this whole thing about your mind and your body and catering to each one. So to give us all of that info. Yes, this is my favorite, and I did not come up with it, and I can't remember where I saw it. So I want to credit her, but I don't remember her name. It's not me. So. Um, I was reading something that she was talking about how she and her husband have different kinds of work. She works more with her body, like chasing kids around. That's active work. And I don't care who says it's not. Um, So she's up on her feet all day. So she rests with her mind. Like she takes slow, leisurely walks and like listens to an audiobook or sits and reads a book because she's been working with her body. So now her mind needs to drive the bus with rest. Her husband sits at a computer all day and works with his mind. So for his rest, he works in the yard. So I don't know if mowing the lawn sounds restful for you, for any of you. It doesn't to me, but that's fine. Um, But understanding that there's different types of rest. So a lot of us, if I asked you, like, what is rest to you? You might think like taking a nap, zoning out in front of the TV, reading a book. 
none of those are bad options. I mean, watch your screens because blue light and, you know, like there's um, a whole mental health consideration there, but um, that's not the only answer. Like rock climbing can be restful for you. Krav Maga, kickboxing, you know, any of that can be restful if you need to rest with your body. Right. So it just, the idea of um, rest meaning so much more than we think it does is help to kind of put the puzzle pieces together for me with productive rest. Rest is productive if it's working with your, not just your body, but with your whole being for how it needs to rest. I love that. And I was thinking about, um, as, as we were talking about this, like I work with my mind all day, like I'm staring at computer screens, Mm -hmm. I'm inputting data, I'm calling people like my mind. Sometimes I just get to the point where it feels like mush. And I'm like, I stare at the computer Mm -hmm. screen. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm looking at anymore. But when I step away, and like I said, I'll go outside and take a walk or something. But I've noticed lately, I love organizing stuff. Like I'll just go to the junk drawer mm-hmm. and just start organizing a junk drawer and I'll feel really good afterwards. <laughs> so even just like organizing yeah. or something, something to where you don't have to think a lot, mm-hmm. you're just doing something with your body. Yeah. Um, I love those latch, what, is it called latch work rugs where you put little pieces of yarn and you latch oh, it yeah. into a grid? Oh, those are so cool. Yes. There's those really cool um, rhinestone glitter pictures. Oh my gosh. That is fun. (laughs) Um, Anyways, crocheting instead. So I'll put on a a movie, but instead of actually watching it, I'll just listen to it and crochet. And that's really nice too. So I I never realized that that's what I was doing, but I love that. I love that that tip. That's a really good hack. Um, Perfect. Okay. So to recap... We believe productivity is very different from what society believes it is. And I feel like when you look up the definition, because you guys know how I am, I look up the definition of everything. It's literally productivity is not necessarily doing more. It's having more come out of what you're doing. So it's not, mm-hmm. it's it's increasing. Um, how do I put that? I want to say it's increasing production. But if you think of it like a factory, it's not necessarily it's not necessarily having more people there. It's having the right people there that are actually efficiently doing mm-hmm. things. It's increasing the percentage of prod of production from the work you're putting in. So it's not doing yeah. more work. It's what is coming out of it. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing more and yeah. nothing's coming out of it because you are just gone mentally and physically, it's not productive. Mm-hmm. It's just work. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I love the idea of using rest as a tool, a productivity tool and a productivity hack. And um, we're going to teach you how to be the most productive person that you know, while also feeling at peace and finding joy and rest in your day and feeling balanced. Doesn't that all sound so fabulous? I love it. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so keep um, keep listening because in the next couple episodes, we're going to have some more tips for you on how to remain peacefully productive. But until then, go take a rest. <laughs> and stay sparkly, sweet sisters. Thank you for joining us today. We love leaving you with extra resources at the end. And we do have some brand new things coming out. One of them we're very excited about is a monthly self-discovery or self-care subscription box. 
So you pay every month, you get a pretty box with all kinds of wonderful things in it, including self-care instructions, things to help you relax, like bath salts and candles. And of course there's tea. Of course there's tea. We talk about tea all the time. So you will have a tea sample in that box that relates to whatever we're doing that month. So we're very excited to bring that to you. Another thing is with your reclaimed journal, we're noticing that there is a need for people who learn differently. So we've created a online DIY course. So you can watch, listen, and read your journal and do the exercises along with me. There are also two bonus exercises in the course that are not in the journal. So check that out. You can go to reclaimjournal.com or you can go to stand.store backslash reclaim your story. That's what it is called, the Reclaim Your Story course. So I'm not going to confuse you with any more information than that. But if you want more on brain spotting, coaching, and all the other things that we do, go to reclaimjournal.com and browse around. We're excited to see you next week. Stay sparkly, sweet sister.